0: Pinch me. I'm an author. I wrote a book, Destined for Greatness: Living an Inspired Life from Head to Tippy Toes. If you haven't already gotten your copy, you may head over to my website, SarahNews.com, or go to Amazon and check out Sarah News, Destined for Greatness. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I am here with my sweet husband across the table, Adam, co-host. Adam, I totally messed that up. Sorry, babe.
1: <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How, how so are good. How
0: Good. So fun.
1: <laughs> you messed that up completely. We've had the same... I know. We should just restart because you did the same... Welcome every time, this whole time, except that one.
0: Okay, it's because I have cute little Hank in my chair with me, and I'm like, wait, maybe I should do this. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host and my handsome son, oh wait, wait, shoot, my handsome co-host, Adam, and my cute son, Hank. Hi, boys. Hey, babe. Hi. So we have a special guest in the studio today, Hank Noose. What's up, dude? Hi. You got to come close to the microphone so everybody can hear you. Hi. All right. He says hi. And the reason we asked him to be here is because we are talking about chapter six in my book.
1: Which is titled Wake Up, Joseph, which was, I think, my first ever YouTube um insert or submission. Post, yeah. Post. Yeah. And we looked the other day and the kids were so proud of it. It had thousands of views. How
0: could it not?
1: And they were so excited. We sent it to home, um, family, home video. video.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Funniest here, home bud. video. it on my lap. Yep. That should have gone viral. Home video.
1: It still could go viral, I think. It
0: actually could. All right, Hank. So, you know, in my book, I talk about you a <laughs> lot. Yes. Yeah. Do you know why I shared the Wake Up Joseph? Why did I share it? Do you have any idea? Nope. (laughs) You think it was funny? Do you remember that night? Do you remember being super sleepy on stage? Nope. You don't? No. It was really funny. So here's the deal. Hank's a man of few words. Yes? Yep. Nope. So, but anyways, if you haven't read my book, my son, our son, Hank, was, who were you playing in the school play? Joseph. Joseph. And what play? It was the Christmas story, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And you had one job. What was your job? You sat next to Mary and he had one job, which was to sing. But Hank, he got on stage and the lights hit Hank. And tell everybody what happened.
1: I fell asleep.
0: He fell asleep. He had wanted this role so badly and he fell fast asleep on stage. And We were laughing so hard because it wasn't one song. It was like six songs and he was done for the night. And it was like six o'clock at night, but Hank was over it, wasn't he?
1: He was so over it.
0: This was long before the book was in play, but it was impactful for my book because it just really helps me think about how often does that happen to us in life? We want something so badly and then we get it. Just like Hank did, he got the part of Joseph and he fell fast asleep. For him, it was funny, but for us, oftentimes it can be in our marriage, in our jobs, as a parent, and it can be devastating to be living life sleepwalking or asleep. So, that's really why I put that in there because I feel like we each have to live with much more purpose and not just sleepwalk going day to day through our life.
1: Or... Be on autopilot, yes. which you also talk about is, um, the being on autopilot versus living fully engaged.
0: Yeah. Can
1: you talk more on that?
0: Yeah. I just feel like so often in Adam, you and I talk about this a lot. We do things because we've always done things. It's like, well, I always go in my room and turn on the TV or I always, you know, I don't know, eat a chocolate chip cookies when I'm frustrated or I always go to IGA and get a Dr. Pepper. You know, something like that, that, it's like, just because you've always done it, it doesn't mean that's a healthy pattern. And I think that's one thing I've learned from you, Adam, is especially when you get a new job, you challenge things that have always been done. Like, is this the most effective, efficient way to happen? By the way, if you heard that, that was Hank yawning in the background. He's still paying, playing the part of Joseph. Um, but it's so important to live fully engaged. And there's this story I always share with my accountability group that this guy was getting off an airplane. His name was Will and he uh, lost his luggage or they didn't have his luggage. It wasn't a baggage claim. So he went to the office at the airline and said, I cannot find my bag. And the lady said, no worries. I'm going to go through a series of questions to make sure that we deliver your bag to you. Has your plane arrived? well, the guy's standing right in front of her. Of course the plane arrived because he's right there. And I think about that so often, like she was just asking the questions that she always asks. And so I think that's impactful that how often do we treat people the way we have just because we always have, or how often do we just continue to live life, just not fully engaged. And there's power when we know that we have purpose and so living a life fully engaged being intentional with our minutes with our moments with our time with each other is going to completely shift our time and you know the way that we live our life
1: I love it you know I think the um, what you just said the word purpose and I think uh, there's so much to being purposeful in life and uh, living that purposeful life and I um, I'm going to promote another book, John Gordon's book about one word, uh-huh. um, but a pretty good book about uh, just kind of having a book or a, a word that kind of you focus on mm-hmm. for the year. And a few years ago, my purpose or my word was purpose mm-hmm. and I tried to focus and um, you talk about when I get a new job is trying to make sure that we're being purposeful mm-hmm. in everything that we do. All the decisions we make is um, to do it with purpose, but I get that word from you. I think Mm. purposeful is a big, um, power word for you Mm -hmm. and you use it a lot. And, uh, and so maybe talk a little bit about what purposeful is for you.
0: Yeah. You know, I think it's just making our minutes matter. Um, when you were talking about your one word, my, I actually have a two word this year, but
1: it can only be one word. I
0: know, I know, but I'm, a rule breaker. So I do two words. Um, my word this year is fiercely present because I, you can be present, which I feel like is like, okay, but I want to be fiercely present. Like when you walk in the door at night, I want to be right there. I am most of the time, but I want to be right there. Like when the kids come home, I want to hear the details of their day. When I'm working, I want to be fiercely present with whoever I'm talking to on the phone. I am a big multitasker. I do a lot of things at once. And one of the things that I always say is do less with more focus, like be fiercely present with people. And so I think that's part of being purposeful is I want to be very purposeful as I go through this year. And I don't want to look back and be like, where did the year go without having these milestone marks of, no, you know what? our family did this together and I remember this night and this is how we did it. Cause I was fully engaged. And I think unfortunately our phones are stealing so much purpose from us. And I know you hate when I talk about this, but I feel like, you know, social media is very, very dangerous to, each other to our marriages, to our kids, to our environment. It's great to keep in touch with people, but I feel like it's not allowing us to be fiercely present with the people in our lives. Like I love the people I went to high school with, but I don't really need to know what they had for dinner, you know? And I think that's kind of what's starting to happen is, um, with people, it's like so and so did this. Where did you hear that? You know, and it's like I don't know. She was in my third grade class, and I'm friends with her on Facebook. It's like, oh yeah, I don't really care about that, you know. So being fiercely present with the people that God has in front of us is important, and I think that allows us to live a purposeful
1: life. You know, I, going with the social media, it's amazing how you can get yourself in such a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Have, right around Christmas, I remember the. Um, Nashville bombing and I got so consumed with digging down this huge rabbit hole of mm-hmm. trying to figure out what happened through Twitter who I figured Twitter was mm-hmm. a little more advanced in figuring out what what the who did it than the FBI so I was <laughs> relying on Twitter mm-hmm. but the next thing I know I was sitting there for hours just yeah. dug into this thing that I had no control over. So right. um, and there's don't you think, danger in that too.
0: There's danger in that. And I think too, and we've talked about this a lot with the coronavirus that people sit and then they rabbit hole and then they watch the news and they consume themselves so that it's all of a sudden it's like live in the present with the people around you, be mindful, um, you know, but keep doing your thing. And I think, you know, oftentimes we are looking to the left and the right. And, you know, I talk about comparison a lot. I just hate it so, so much, but I think it like being fiercely present allows us not to be so worried about what other people are doing. And so, um, I feel like To be purposeful, we must be mindful with our minutes, and that includes all the things that we do. And so, back to goal setting setting out your day, having it structured in a way that you know where your minutes go and that they truly matter. And I always talk about this too when I speak to big groups, but it's cutting the dead branches. I mean, it's very biblical, you know, in Matthew, it talks about cutting the dead branches and, um, the keeping the fruitful ones. And so does social media bring me fruit in my life? No, it doesn't. Uh, Maybe a little bit. Like I've been able to share about my book, which has been fruitful because my book I hope shares Jesus with people. So yes, there's, there's some fruit there, but really it's speaking to the big audiences Um, It's speaking at churches and it's, you know, sharing this stuff with you that I feel is way more purposeful. And so um, living that life of being fully intentional is super important. So
1: anyway. kind of goes back to just everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. There's probably Mm -hmm. some good to it. Just don't go down a two hour rabbit hole Mm of. What happened in the Nashville bombing?
0: Right. Exactly. It doesn't matter. I think there's a weird thing, Adam, because so Adam always teases me that I have no idea what's going on in the world. (laughs) And so I always think about that ice bucket challenge. Like I think it was going on a year and then I saw it on social media. I, I don't know how I missed it for a year.
1: Unbelievable. But
0: I said to Adam, you will never believe this. People are pouring ice on each other. And he looked at me like I had nine heads. He was like, Sarah, people have been doing this for a year. And I hadn't seen it before, so it's been the running joke that like things will happen, and I find out like nine months later. But it hasn't affected me. Like I don't, I didn't need to know about the ice bucket challenge. But I do believe there's a happy medium between having no clue what's going on to knowing all the, all the tea.
1: And I think you also had a one, two, and three year old, yes. and we moved to a new city yes. when that happened. Yes. So, so
0: I wasn't pouring. You ice have your on excuses. Anybody. Yeah, yeah, agreed.
1: So, this year yep 2021 mm-hmm. what dreams and goals do you have for this year ah. and i would start with your first one i think you could write your second book and call it two words oh instead of the one word yeah Two. basically words. go with your fiercely pro. fiercely, fiercely present
0: mm-hmm. thanks babe so
1: i like fiercely present yeah but there is some maybe you do two words
0: yeah, two words. Well, you know it's funny you say that, Adam, because I have started writing my second book, and by oh, two words, it's now it's called two words. Okay, oh, it's called <laughs> two words, and then uh, the subtitle is called fiercely present. So, Adam noose, thank you very much. But I have started to write my second book, and by writing, I mean I have a huge notebook of all the things that I want to share, and it's fun because it's. Um, you know, going to be business a little bit, but it's uh, you know, family and spiritual and all all the things that are important to me.
1: Sounds like it could be called fiercely present. <laughs> fiercely present. Oh, James Read Earl Jones. Read by James Earl Jones. <laughs>
0: that would be amazing.
1: Fiercely present. That would
0: be really awesome. Yes. So um, that is something that I want to do. Now I will tell you. I don't have the goal of finishing it this year because I actually really enjoyed the process because my book continued to transform over the couple years that it was written. I don't think it's going to take three and a half years, but I do think it will take probably a year and a half or two, but that is one big thing. Uh, business wise. I also want to be fiercely present back to that word with all of our tippy toes owners. They are very, very important to me and just being engaged in their life is valuable to me. Um, I've also started an accountability group. I've actually been doing this accountability group for two years, but I've opened it up to the public where it really is goal setting and dream setting with different people and helping them along their path. And so expanding that more. And then lastly on my, um, my goals is to speak three times a month to different people places around the country. So those are the things right in front of me for that. And then I think on a business or a personal standpoint is I don't want to miss games. I don't want to miss big things for the kids. Like I want to be present. I want to, so it's going to take a juggling act between, you know, baseball, volleyball, tennis, basketball, to make sure that you know, I can be fiercely present there and then a dynamic speaker when I get to do that. And so um, it's going to I'm going to have to make sure it's the glass balls that I keep juggling and let the rubber balls bounce um, and then just continuing to strengthen my relationship with you and Jesus. I think that's an ongoing hope of mine and and goal. So how about you, Adam Noose? Oh, you, did I already ask you? That? I think you like, did. I know.
1: But I talked about how I struggled. I need to figure out. no. Maybe I, I
0: should take you through my accountability legal. group, yeah, and you could. I've never had a man in my accountability group, so yeah. you well, could I be my been first. Invited. Yep. Well, you haven't. Yeah, you're still not invited yet. Let me no. think about it.
1: <laughs> but I do think the uh, the kids' mm-hmm. sporting events. There's so much value to it. Forces. It forces um, to keep our family a priority, mm-hmm. and um, we think there's so much value in. Just sporting events for the kids to mm-hmm. stay out of trouble and and stay active in things and build relationships with people. Yeah. And But my favorite thing is that it forces us to go together to um, cheer on our kids. Yeah. And if it means that I have to leave work at four, mm-hmm. I leave work at four because yeah. I gotta make sure that that's a priority for us because it's very easily to very easy to skip those um, for things that are less important. Mm -hmm.
0: I feel like you're super good at that already. Like you don't miss anything at all. Like, and you have a very demanding job, but you don't miss things. And I'll never forget ever in my life when I was playing tennis in Tulsa, Oklahoma at cash hall. And it was so blazing hot. Like it had to have been a hundred degrees and it was in the middle of a summer day. So like maybe two o'clock And my dad was a salesman and he came in a full suit and sat and cheered me on sweating like you would know. He was sweating way more than me. He was so hot because he was in that um, suit. But I'll never forget that image in my mind because my dad was there. Like he was present and my mom was right beside him, you know, and and they were there cheering me on side by side together when it was very inconvenient for my dad to leave. It was very inconvenient for him to be in his sales suit, but there he was cheering on his daughter. And so I think you making sports a priority has been really cool for me because it reminds me of how my parents were with me.
1: And it's so fun. Uh, just to remind sports is always a reminder of, um, uh, those unique things that can happen that you don't want to miss that FOMO. Yeah. And I, I would, be devastated if I missed Hank's first home run over the fence which mm-hmm. has happened once and I'm so glad I didn't miss it and Lola's first three pointer and mm-hmm. uh, Lucy's first block in the volleyball match <laughs> and um, just the things that we get so excited about all the time it, mm-hmm. it'd be a shame to miss them.
0: Yeah, I love it. So good. Alright, so Destined for Greatness can be found on Amazon.com and I just appreciate people for Buy my book.
1: And look out for the second book. Yeah. Fiercely positive. Oh my god. <laughs> fiercely present. Fiercely I present.
0: Fiercely present. I thought you said it was called two words.
1: No, I changed it. I think Fiercely Present okay. is a great book title. Thanks, babe. The two words would be basically a complete knockoff of the Well,
0: yeah, that's why personal. we probably wouldn't do it. A
1: fiercely present.
0: Yes. But now that you've told it's everybody. Impactful. Thank you. I think so, too. But now that you told everybody, I have to hurry and write so nobody takes it. Yes. But, okay. Trademark it all. Uh, fiercely present, TM.
1: TM. It's <laughs> already right. trademarked.
0: Yep. There you go. Oh, we just trademarked it. Oh, you're too slow. Ooh. All right, babe. How are you going to end it today?
1: I forgot a song. I wasn't even lo- thinking about songs.
0: Oh, man. Because you're fiercely present, babe. I was That's t- so good. You are so fiercely I was present. too
1: fiercely present.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, now he's struggling. So... I'm going to sign off with The it. party's
1: Over by Peggy Lee.
0: Okay, sing it. Well, no, you can't play it. You have to sing it.
1: Do you know that oh, song? Oh, gosh.
0: No, but we're going to go ahead and chime out on this. Hey, it's Sarah Noose, and I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to sarahnews.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.